This is episode 11 of Divine by Jess Irvine, and today we're talking all about community and connection. Enjoy. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in today. My name is Jess and I am so happy that you're here. I'm so thankful that you're here. Today, I want to talk all about community and connection because it's something I've been thinking a lot about during this period of isolation, which of course in Australia, we are slowly coming out of and life is returning somewhat to normal, but I mean, will things ever really be the same again? Um, But It's interesting because I think in having that period of time where there was a lot of solitude for myself, I was really alone with my thoughts. I really, I really, really missed just being able to connect with my friends in person. And now that I can do that, I'm realizing more than ever how much brighter those connections, those interactions make my life. So that's what I want to talk about today. And I want to start off by sharing a story, I guess, that shares about how I first, I think, started thinking more about community and the role that it's been playing in my life, especially over the last few weeks and the last few months as I've really needed that that support. So every now and then I like to pull a few oracle cards from my beautiful oracle card decks and I do that to open myself up to a bit of divine guidance. I have the beautiful Work Your Light Oracle deck by Rebecca Campbell, the Secret Languages of Animals by Chip Richards, and the Goddess Guidance Oracle Cards by Doreen Virtue, all of which I highly recommend if you're yet to dive into Oracle or if you're looking for a beautiful set to add to your current collection. The Work Your Light deck is divine and so beautifully illustrated. The Secret Languages of Animals deck is beautiful because you get to tune in to the messages and lessons that many of the world's animals have to offer us, all the while learning more about each animal and how they play their part in the ecosystem and in the world. And the Goddess cards by Doreen Virtue are beautiful too because you're given a specific goddess to tune in with and you're reminded that you can call on the particular goddess or any of the goddesses at any time if you need any kind of divine assistance or guidance with anything. So at the beginning of last week I decided to pull one card from each of these decks. I pulled the white pelican from the animal deck which is all about ease and optimism and grace, which makes sense because I really needed this reminder to choose ease at this point in time. I pulled the Sarasvati card from the goddess deck. Uh, Sarasvati is the goddess of the arts. And so that card was a beautiful reminder to express myself creatively, especially through music. She's the the goddess of the arts, but particularly um, music. 
And finally, I pulled the Soul Family card from the Work Your Light deck. And I want to read the description to you from this particular card. It says, Soul Family, call in your tribe. You don't have to do it alone. It is time to call in your soul family and support team. People who get you at a soul level. People who are the same kind of weird as you. People who are your chosen family. They are coming and they are looking for you. If you haven't found them yet, this is a sign that they are close by. But in order for them to find you and recognize you when they do, it is important that you stop dimming your light and truly let yourself be seen. If you have already found them, then you are being called to let them support you and perhaps also assemble a wider support team. Your support team can consist of all types of people such as a therapist, coach, mentor or healer. Tune in to what kind of support you need right now. And the call to your action, the call to action for this particular card is call in your support team now. This card really got me thinking about how grateful I am to my soul family, the community of beautiful people that I am surrounded by who light up my life so much and make my life experience so rich and beautiful. They make me want to be a better person, truly. They lead the way and teach me so much about kindness and generosity and love and fun and play. I was reminded about just how much they mean to me and how they make my day so much brighter when social distancing restrictions began to ease here in Australia a few weeks ago. I went from spending a lot of time on my own, a lot of time alone with my thoughts, some days creating and thriving and other days feeling overwhelmed and lonely to being able to catch up with and, and laugh and be totally nurtured by the loving company of these beautiful people that I am so blessed to have in my life. When it comes to joy and living a rich and meaningful life, the research in, in the field of psychology and sociology shows us how important social connection is to us as human beings. We are wired for connection and love and belonging. Shared experiences track as being more enjoyable and fulfilling. The opportunity for kindness and generosity that's presented when we surround ourselves with community contributes to our happiness too. When you look at the places in the world that track the greatest longevity of life, places that are known as blue zones, there's Sardinia in Italy and Icaria, I think it's Icaria in Greece, um, Okinawa, Okinawa, I'm not sure how to say it, but in Japan and so on. Community plays such a big part in the long, healthy and happy lives of the people in these areas. 98% of the people interviewed for this experiment and these studies with the Blue Zone uh, were found to attend some kind of church or faith-based gathering. So gathering community in that way, helping them to stay connected and come together to believe in something bigger than themselves, engaging in that act of spirituality and, and, and of course, gathering together in that way. They prioritize people, their loved ones over anything else. They choose or are born into social circles that support healthy behaviors. So 
it's also not about quantity when it comes to community and having a positive effect on us humans. It's about the quality of the connections we form. I know all of this to be so incredibly true because I can remember a time when I lacked community and connection in a big way. A time when I struggled to make friends. I struggled to find my tribe, my community. I felt alone and isolated. I craved connection with others. I especially longed for female friends. Being someone who loves to deep dive into conversation and talk and talk and talk and talk, I was craving the kind of friendships uh, and particularly female friendships that would allow me to dive deep and skip the small talk. I had so many weird and wonderful aspects to my personality and likes and desires so weird and wonderful that I thought sharing them with others would mean rejection and further isolation. Our brains and minds are wired to keep us safe from harm and that's why the act of opening up and sharing vulnerable parts of ourselves can feel so terrifying because it's almost like we detect the potential for rejection and since we are wired for connection and love and belonging, rejection is in many cases the worst possible outcome for us when we're still learning to grapple with the vulnerable parts of ourselves. But over time, I learned that while I was protecting myself from rejection by hiding parts of myself from the world, I was also protecting myself from the good stuff too. When we numb ourselves in some way, including the act of withdrawing, we do, we do so to avoid feeling negative emotions, but we can't actually select what we're numbing. By numbing, we actually numb it all. So while I was safe from the potential of rejection, I was also stopping myself from experiencing the good stuff, connection, community, love, belonging, so on. And that's the tricky part. It's vulnerable to open ourselves up to reveal parts of ourselves that we may be ashamed of or scared of revealing for whatever reason. But it's in the opening up that we create the potential for connection, for resonance, for love. Our vulnerability helps us to connect with others, our truth, those parts of ourselves that make us who we are, that mean the most to us. Sharing those things creates the opportunity to form meaningful connections. It might feel easier just to fit in. That's certainly how it felt for me back then, to change who we are in a bid to find a group to belong to, to find the love and connection and belonging that we crave. But in the long run, there is nothing easy about giving up on ourselves in this way. There is nothing easy about abandoning our own truth. In choosing to fit in, over embracing ourselves and showing up as ourselves, we don't even belong to ourselves anymore. We, in a way, abandon ourselves and we're still left without the love and belonging and connection that we seek, even if it seems that we are accepted by a group of others. I love this Brene Brown quote. I mean, I love Brene Brown, full stop. Brene, of course, is the queen of speaking about love and belonging and vulnerability and shame. Uh, Brene says, I believe this is a quote from her movie, The Call to Courage. True belonging is the spiritual practice of believing in and belonging to yourself so deeply that you can share your most authentic self with the world 
and find sacredness in both being a part of something and standing alone in the wilderness. True belonging doesn't require you to change who you are. It requires you to be who you are. I can remember the moment that I decided to give opening up and sharing some of my interests a try. It was frankly terrifying, but it was a small decision and act that began the journey of me finding my own tribe and my own self in a way and my community. I just began sharing things that I loved on on my Instagram stories and whatnot that I was previously too scared to share. It truthfully took courage because I was terrified. It was a vulnerable experiment. But then one day something happened that affirmed to me that it was the best decision I could possibly make to start sharing those parts of myself. Someone sent me a message on Instagram Someone I'd never met before, and her name was Kelsey. Her name is Kelsey, and she sent me this message commenting on how she thought we had a lot in common and thought that we would get along really well. And of course, she could only make that judgment based on what I was sharing. The saying, your vibe attracts your tribe, is so incredibly true. The words, the creations, everything you put out into the world is like a magnet in attracting like things to you based on what you're sharing and putting out there. Kelsey and I ended up meeting a few days later or about a week later and we ended up chatting for hours and hours and hours and since then we have had many, many, many very long chatty catch-ups. She, to this day, is one of those people that I'm very, very incredibly grateful to have in my tribe, in my community of beautiful friends. Opening up myself to the world, sharing the parts of myself that felt vulnerable to share, was perhaps, if not definitely, the best decision I have ever made. Because of the kind, generous people I now find myself surrounded by, because of the amazing opportunities I attract as a result of showing up as all of me in the world. Because of you listening right now, if I never made the choice to start opening myself up to the world, I would not be here sharing this podcast with you right now. A podcast called Divine by Jess Irvine. It makes me laugh to think that once upon a time I was ashamed of my love for spirituality things like astrology and human design, the things I am drawn to make me me and I have this incredible platform and opportunity to share these things with you. How could I pass up on that incredible opportunity to share value and love and all of the knowledge that I've acquired? Sharing this information, my journey, sharing my interests, now doesn't feel like a courageous act like it used to. It doesn't even really feel like a choice to me. It's so automatic. It's who I am. And I know that by showing up as all of me, my life is rich and fulfilling and meaningful and full of so much joy and love. By the way, you who is listening right now, I welcome you with open arms and an open heart as a part of my soul family, my beautiful community. I love the idea of collaboration and community 
over things like idolization and separation. I'm always so grateful for you, for tuning in. I'm so grateful to you for listening, for daring to be you and all of you, for embracing all of you and sharing that with the world. If you consider yourself to have your own tribe or community, that is amazing. Keep loving and supporting each other, especially during a time like this. We need each other. If you're someone who wants to call in your tribe, make that decision. Sometimes the greatest things that end up coming to us, they just start with that simple decision to do something differently. Begin to show up and share you and all of your beauty and your love and your magnificence. There are so many of us on this planet for a reason. We are here to love each other, to support each other, to nurture and guide each other, to laugh and smile and play together. No matter how weird or wonderful you think you might be, there are always people out there that will love you for you, that will resonate with you, your interests, your story, your journey. Take that first little step, that first step that definitely feels like the greatest leap, but it ends up being the best decision you could possibly make. Just a reminder too, that at a time like this, this is as much a reminder for me as it is for you. If you do feel lonely or isolated or confused or helpless, please do reach out to someone, whether that's your family or friends or even a professional, a, a therapist or a counselor. I know personally that I may have gone insane without the support and love of the beautiful people in my life during isolation and all of this, but also at other times during my life. We're human beings. Our emotions and moods and journeys are not linear. It's a beautiful thing to lean on others and seek support, to extend love to each other. Like I said before, that's why there's so many of us after all. You are never alone in anything you are experiencing. Do not underestimate the power of just talking things out with another human who is willing to just listen and hold space for you. You'll very soon realize that you're not crazy for feeling however you feel and that you are so loved and you are never alone. A note on that actually, if you are looking for some professional support, I know that there's a really good website called BetterHelp that I've even thought about using myself to be really perfectly honest. It's a, an online counseling psychology uh, service where you can communicate with a therapist uh, via message, via call, via video call, and you can get the help you need right from the comfort of your home at a much more affordable rate too. So if you are after that kind of support, I just thought I'd mention that because it's more accessible than I think we realize sometimes. Community is a beautiful thing, supporting each other, nurturing each other, lifting each other up, cheering each other on. To be honest, I'm even thinking about ways that I can create a community with you listening and everyone that tunes in, in the, to this podcast so that we have a joyful, sacred space to lift each other up and share our experiences and support each other. Let me know if that's something you'd be interested in being a part of. To be honest, I have no idea what that looks like yet, but knowing how much community and having a healthy support system has shaped my life, 
I feel very excited about bringing something to life for us here. If you'd like to reach out and say hello and introduce yourself, please, please do. I love making new friends and meeting new people and I would love the chance to personally acknowledge and thank you for tuning in and for being the beautiful human being that you are. You can message me on Instagram or Facebook if you'd like. My username handle thingymajig is uh, at divinely.jess or if you'd prefer to email me. If you'd like to send me a longer message or whatever you'd like, my email is hello.jessirvine at gmail.com. And of course, I'm always open to ideas for new podcasts too, for ways we can create a community from this podcast, whatever you'd like to message me about. It would just be so lovely to hear from you. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening today to my thoughts on community and connection and my journey with both those things. If you love what you hear, you can hit subscribe or follow in your podcast app to stay up to date with all of the latest episodes I release. I release one new episode every Monday Australian time, so that may be Sunday for some of you. If your podcast app allows you to leave a review or a rating, it would mean the world to me if you took the time to do so. The more reviews and ratings this podcast has, the more people we can reach And the bigger we can grow this beautiful community of ours. I'm so excited by that idea. (laughs) I'm going to be looking into that this week on how we can establish a really beautiful community here and connect with each other. I hope you have the most beautiful week and I will chat with you again next week. So, 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 so much love to you. Mwah.